As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon. If you would like to join them, check out our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and click on that patron button, or go to Patreon.com slash DisneyAssembled. Yeah, please do that. And if you're looking for additional Disney magic to bring to your day in the week, you need to hurry up and listen to Magic and Mouse Radio. I want to stop for a minute and talk about Magic and Mouse Radio because Mimi and I have been so honored and thrilled and proud to be part of that Magic of the Mouse Radio family. Uh, and we got a message recently from our good friend Bill over at Magic and the Mouse Radio who informed us, and I think he did this on his socials as well. That Magic of the Mouse Radio is uh, is going to be closing down at the end of February, and we're recording this episode on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty four. So at the end of this month, Magic of the Mouse Radio is uh, is being sunset, and uh, perhaps it'll come back again someday. I know uh, uh, Bill would like to do that again someday, but uh, Magic of the Mouse Radio, who we've been a part of and a fan of. And we're so thrilled to have been a good partner with them over the last couple of years. Um, you only have a couple of days left to get that extra digi Disney magic by listening to Magic of the Mouse Radio. It's uh, very sad um, to hear about Magic of the Mouse Radio. Now, the website itself isn't going down, so you can still check out old articles from magicthemousenews.com, something that I've been super, super happy to have been a part of um, these past few years. I'm just really appreciative of Bill. And everything that Magic of the Mouse Radio has done for us and that that partnership truly has meant a lot to us. And we're sad to see it go, at least for the time being. So make sure to yes. go check it out before it, it says goodbye. Yes. Thank you, Bill. We really appreciate all the opportunities and the partnership. Um, but if you want extra Disney magic for Disney Assembled, you know, we do have some options available for you. We have a Patreon. And if you'd like to become a member to our Patreon, just click on the uh, on the button on our website, DisneyAssembled.com, become a patron. I know we talk about this at the end of the show, and we will again. Um, but yeah, if you want that extra Disney magic and uh, Magic of the Mouse Radio is no longer around, you want to check out our Patreon, do our extra content there. Uh, we'd invite you to do that. We also, this week, Mimi, I was really excited that, uh, well, we were going to talk about this last week. Well, maybe we should talk about the illness in the room. Mm -hmm. We missed an episode last week. We did. That's not something we've ever done before. And I was really, I, I, it really bothered me <laughs> that we missed an episode last week. I know it bothered you too. Um, but I am still, I, I'm not 100% recovered yet. I don't know what this is. Someone suggested maybe it's bronchitis. I don't know if it's bronchitis, but, but we're going on. Papa was really, really sick. And I know that 
I was sick after our trip to Walt Disney World. And we, we've both been sick a lot recently, like in January, but this was bad. This was like very, very, very ill. Um, could absolutely could not record. Couldn't go two sentences without coughing. Yeah, and I'll probably cough some during this episode. I'll try to move away in the room or away from the microphone. We don't have a fancy cough button or anything to press to cancel my mic out. But yeah, I've been on medicine now for over a week. Uh, I, I'm feeling better, but I'm still not 100%. And um, yeah, I, we're, we're sorry. So if you're looking for that episode last week, we apologize for not getting up. We are uh, working on a special treat for you this week. Because this episode, I believe, is episode 210. This is the one we were going to record last week. Yes. That we were not. Um, that we didn't. That we did not. And so perhaps, maybe... An extra episode this week? I, I mean, think that was the, the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the plan. Here's episode 210. When you finish listening to this episode, uh, keep listening. Keep listening because episode 211 could be coming right around the bend. Kind of like the Tomorrowland Speedway as you're waiting for your second child to make it around the bend to get <laughs> to the unloading area. You know, you are approaching the unloading area. So uh, episode 210 is this one. Episode 211 on the way. Heck yeah. You know what made me feel really good, though, while I was sick? What? I kept rereading this wonderful note we received. And I think we got it through our Facebook messenger from one of our listeners over on Facebook. Um, I wonder I, I've never met this person in person, but uh, Lou, we'll just say Lou. I don't know if Lou would like us to use his, his uh, full, full name. name. Uh, but this gentleman, Lou... Uh, wrote us a really nice note, Mimi, and and maybe you should share with everyone because yeah, we love we love hearing from you guys out there. And this is a perfect example of what we love to see. Yeah. So it says, hi, Disney Assembled team. Just want to drop a note to tell you both how much I enjoy your podcast. My favorites are the episodes where you do the recap of your trip experiences. My daughter and I share the same type of bond for our love of Disney. Keep up the great shows and interesting topics, and I'll be sure to listen weekly. So it's a very kind note from Lou. And I love hearing from you guys. So that was very sweet. I was inspired to maybe plan another Disney trip because if if Lou's telling us that our trip reports are his favorite and he can't wait to listen to more of it. Then we need more and he's got trips. That, I mean, we would be we it would be neglectful on our part to deny Lou and his daughter that Disney assembled trip report magic. Right. So we, we should we should do that. Should we t- should we tell mom? Yeah. We have to tell mom, don't we? That puts a Lou, unfortunately, that puts a huge roadblock in our plans to go another trip anytime soon. Uh, but we're, we'll work on it, right? Not me, though. Not Just you. Because you. <clears throat> you're looking at maybe going on a trip sometime soon without without me. Yeah. What do you do you want to share something about that? I, I mean, this isn't a done deal yet. Oh, right? no, nothing is set in stone. <clears throat> it more likely than not won't happen. But me and my two childhood friends are planning a trip to Orlando for after graduation. It's like a grad trip. We'd, we're not totally convinced that we're going to go. It's really expensive, but we've priced it out and split evenly. It's definitely feasible. We're just not, we're not, it's not a done deal yet. Right. right. Um, and then it sounds yeah. like a bit, bit, you know, you're 18 now and you want to kind of do this possibly. You've had a job. You've been working really hard, saving your money. I have four jobs. Yeah. So I work a lot. And so you deserve a break. So, yeah, that was just something that, that we've planned. I've also been pricing out how much it would cost for you and I to go to D23. So I've been thinking about that recently and those tickets go on sale soon. 
It's going to be really expensive to go to D23. Oh, yeah. That's not going to be But it'd be really fun. Um, no, the, the only real problem with that, honestly, is like I would totally pitch in to help pay for that. It's just I don't know where I'm going to college yet or when move-in will be. Mm. And if move-in is during D23, that's a problem. Because it's all in August. It's all right in like mid-August. Yeah. So that's a, that's a problem. <coughs> Unfortunately, that would, that would not be good. But I would love to be able to go to D23. That would be great. And if you go to this little, um, if you do this little graduation, uh, graduation weekend, uh, I'm happy to volunteer, uh, to go along as a a special VIP guide. Chaperone. Like an unofficial Disney guide. Do you need a chaperone after we graduated high school? I don't think you need a chaperone, but I'd be happy to go and they maybe test the food before you eat it or stand in line for you so you don't have to stand in line. (laughs) Maybe try the rides out. Let us know how scary they are. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. They're all scary to me at my age. So, but no, good stuff going on. Again, I I apologize for not getting a show out last week. Thank you, Lou, for your wonderful message. If you would like to send us a message similar to Lou's that we can read on the show. I know we do this at the end of the show, but Mimi, you want to plug it in right now? Where can people possibly send us us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. Or you can send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com. But because it's been so long since we've done an episode, I think we need to just jump into it and start. All right. So we have a topic this week. Do you want to share it or do you want to do the trivia? trivia. We'll do the trivia at the end. We'll do the trivia question things. We have to get to that. We have a topic of the week. We also have a Disney dad you're going to read to get to. So Mimi, why don't you share with everyone this week's main topic of the week? Yeah. This week's topic, we have compiled a list of our top 10 favorite Disney merch items. So this are top 10 favorite things to purchase, favorite things to look at, obsess over. Um, I have a really good time shopping on Shop Disney, just seeing what's around, even if I don't end up buying stuff. So yeah, we're just going to go through that list and, and talk about merch. Yeah, we have 10 things here. On a couple of these lists, we have actually two things because we had kind of a tie about what we thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are you know, the merch stuff, you know, the stuff you buy, the stuff they want you to buy, the stuff they put out in the shops. And um, yeah, so we're yeah. going to go through our list of our favorite 10. Actually ends up being like 12. Whatever. 10 slide items. We'll get to that in just a moment. But in addition to this wonderful note from Lou, you know what else makes everyone, you know what makes everyone really happy each week? What? It's the Disney dad joke of the week. That makes everyone smile each week. So are you ready, Mimi, for this week's Disney dad joke of the week? I guess so. All right. Disney fans everywhere. It is time for this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh boy. Mimi. Yeah. Which Disney Channel show character absolutely loves spaghetti? I don't know. Kim Postable. <laughs> okay. You get it? Yes. Kim Postable. Kim Postable. All right. That is. Call me. It's not so great. That was kind of weak, and I kind of made that up. This I apologize. Eh, it's kind of mid. No, anything involving Disney Channel is like good to me. All right. Well, I, I, I rock with Disney Channel. It sounded much better in my head. Can we do an episode about Disney Channel, please? I've been asking Maybe, you that for so long. I'm, you're like, I don't know if our target demographic would, would get it. I'm older enough. I didn't watch a whole lot of Disney Channel, but I guess we could think about it and bring some nostalgia back to you and I watching Well, it, it could just be about kid. me. We talk a lot about things from your childhood. I will do that. What do you mean we talk about <laughs> things from my childhood? We talk about like Tron and like. We talked about Tron one time, <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> Gee, I, I, I. You and it your was memory. traumatizing then. Right, you and your memories. All right. God, that was this was week's horrible. Disney Dad Joke of the Week. 
If you have a dad joke in the Disney variety that you would like us to consider using on the show, please send it to us, DisneySymbol at gmail.com or on any of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tiki Talk, all at Disney Does Assemble. it say fish sliver? No. It does not say fish sliver. It looks like it says fish sliver. I don't want to say what it is because then we're giving it away. That's number five on our list. I know. All right, here we go. The Disney Assemble Top 10 merch. This is the merch list that you've been waiting for. Because look, if you're getting ready to go to the park or maybe you're getting ready to go to shop Disney. It's not shopdisney.com. It's, it's Disney, DisneyStore.com. Disney yeah, Big Bob. Bob making changes. Changing URLs. That's right. I miss the Disney I know how store. We can, I know how we can increase uh, our revenue. sales of our online revenue. Let's change the name of the thing from Shop Disney to DisneyStore.com. Ooh, if you're a genius. If they brought back the Disney stores, people would go. It has Marketing such a nostalgia. Man. It's, it's, it's the same store. Just different. Okay. This is the merch list you've been waiting for. This is the most magical merch list because this is the Disney Assemble merch list. And number one, our list was actually one when I put it on social media. I asked some people, what is your must-have merch? And a couple people, I don't have the list up, but I apologize if you responded. I really appreciate it. This is the one thing the people that said. people were said. And it is? Pins. Pins. Pins are so fun. Pins are a very expensive <laughs> habit, though, I will admit. You can easily get drawn into pin culture. And then next thing you know, you're carrying around 50 pounds of pins across mm-hmm. your neck and on your vest. And it could get heavy. I mean, I remember the last time we wore pin lanyards around our neck. It was, they were heavy. It got heavy. I mean, it was a, I, I felt like one of those, you know, pit bulls with a big chain around their neck. You Bye. Know? I mean, it was, it was big time. It was. And we still love our pins. We still look at them all the time. But we've gotten to the point now where when we do go to the park, we do get a pin for the year we go to the park. Right. And so we do have 2024 pins because we went. I got Chip and you got Genie. Genie, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, pin culture, pin trading is something you can do with cast members. It's lots of fun. The cast members have to trade with you, right? So if you see a cast member wearing pins and you want to trade with them, um, you should do so. It's lots of fun. Pin culture's definitely pin, died out a kind little of, bit. It, no, it's, it's still going strong. We, we have pulled out of pin culture. That's part of the problem. So we're not into it like we used to be. But um, that's fair. But it's also changed a lot post COVID. Um, pins are a good piece of merch because they are I- infinity. You can just make a pin out of literally anything. And it's always so fun to find a pin of your right. obscure favorite and beauty character. is in the eye of the beholder. And so you may really think that they're works of art. I think the ones I have are great. I love the ones I would yeah. hard. It'd be hard for me to trade because the, the ones I have, I have are really hard. Yeah. I mean, I really like the ones they have. Right. So. Yeah, I really okay. like my my Duffy pin. That that's an irreplaceable, you know, piece of Irene uh, archive lore. Pins can get expensive because they, they have different categories. Can right? get expensive. They can get up different pins. But the next thing on our list is absolutely free. Well, it's free yeah, in the sense the that when you you go in the you, you go in the right <laughs> in the sense that if you get in the park, you can get one of these. Actually, you can get these at your resort if you're just I, staying at the resort. This. This comes to you complimentary with the purchase of a park ticket That's true. for the cost of an arm and a leg. And some people don't think of these as souvenirs or merch. And I, I consider them merch they because, because they I love change. them. And they change with the year. And they do. They, 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 one, they document parts of the park that may or may not exist anymore if they're old. And two, the cover, like the design and the cover of them change. And they're just like a, a cool piece of history. Right. And they are. Yep. 
Oh, the park maps. Park maps. That's right. Get the paper maps. We talk about the paper maps. We talk about the things you, your kids can learn by being at Walt Disney World. How to read a map. Get a paper map. Don't fold this one up, though. If it's the one that you want to keep as a keepsake, because I remember when, you, when your mother and I went to Disney World for our honeymoon, part of our big scrapbook were the, the maps. maps. We put the maps in the scrapbook. So get a map maybe on your way out so it doesn't get all gross, you know, gross and, and, you know, whatever. It's also fun. You know, if you're if you have a little small child in a stroller and they like to sleep, you know, put the map on them, take a few pictures that you can document where they were. (laughs) We did that with your brother. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the park maps. I think some people collect park maps. I think they're wonderful uh, little time capsules Mm -hmm. for the day that you went, because like you said, they're sort of specific to the week. Like because I think they print them and they're the same for like a full week. Right. And then they come out with new ones because they're dated. Well, they have a date on there because I think they they oh, map, they? they tell out when all the shows are that week and stuff oh. like that. Right. Well, so there's a specific yeah. to the time period in which they're printed. Right. So like one from the 90s is going to have the great movie ride and Stitch's Great Escape and Tron isn't going to exist on there versus the one now has neither of the two rides previously right. mentioned. And it's got Tron. Right. Right. Because, yeah, because if you get a map pre attraction. And in post-attraction, you get to see how it's drawn on the map and include. It's just lots of fun. I think paper I'm maps. I'm sure some of you have maps with with Splash Mountain on them. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, it, those are collector's items if you're a collector of paper maps because oh, yeah. you can't ever get those ever again. Nope. They are no longer being printed. All right. So we think park maps number two on our list of must-have merch. Heck yeah, that's true. All right, number three is another thing that I see a lot of people collecting. Your mother, my wife actually purchased and she is not a merch purchaser like let's be honest ladies and gentlemen disney fans mom is anti-merch i mean it takes a lot either she's got to be freezing and she forgot to bring a sweater yeah or it has to be something that really really catches her eye and she collects mugs right and so the coffee mugs right the mugs she's got two polynesian resort mugs does she have two i know she's got the one that looks like a coconut she bought one this last time, didn't she? I don't think she did. You guys definitely bought a mug last I time. thought I was going to buy a mug. I did not buy a mug. I should have bought a mug. But the mugs are really cool. They have some really cool mugs, ceramic mugs, right? Mm-hmm. Different parks, different shapes. If you're at different resorts, um, they're ride specific, some of them. Some of them are um, just generic, you know, Disney World mugs. But a lot of people collect mugs. That are out there. Yeah. And I would wrap into this the tiki cups, like the tiki mugs. Cause if you go to like some of the tiki, like the oh yeah, the Trader Sam's, I think. Like any or sort whatever. of collect, collectible right. cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the mugs and the cups. Um, I'm not gonna put the tumblers in there. Tumblers did not make our list. No. I don't know. I'm just kinda I don't, I don't really it. have a use for mugs because I don't drink tea or coffee in the morning. But yeah, mugs are a good one. The next one it was very useful to me though, and mostly for little kids. Um and this tradition has kind of evolved um, in a way. The autograph books. So autograph books are a great way to document your trip and remember everybody you met. I have two from our two trips when I was younger. Um, but like, you know, I've said that it's evolved into people buying a pair of plain black ears and bringing a silver Sharpie and having the character sign the ears or a t-shirt or a hat or some variation of autograph that is not concentrated in a book. Yeah. So the autograph it's, books it's, are great. It's a timeless tradition. It's fun. It's a it's a great idea to me because it gives kids a way to interact with a character if they don't know what to do or say. Right. Especially the characters that are non-speaking. It's right. a fantastic way to interact with them <coughs> or start a conversation when you don't 
you don't quite know what to say or how to approach a character, especially a, a villain mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or characters that don't speak. So I think the autograph books are wonderful because if you are meeting and greeting characters, it's a great way to document. I know you may get the pictures as well because later on our list, we talk about photos, but um, the autograph is just something about it. It's really special. That interaction with the character where they're signing your book, they're handing you your book back. I don't know. It's just really cute. We don't do it anymore because you guys have grown, but I kind of, I wish it wouldn't be so awkward for right. me to do it because I just think it's a really cool interaction. But yeah, autograph books. It's also relatively inexpensive. Yes. And so the first four items on our list, I would say, are relatively inexpensive. The autograph book, the mug, the pens. Well, even I mean, the, the pens, autograph book, like you don't have to buy the autograph book. You can bring right. a notebook from home and have them sign that and create your own autograph book. Of course. Book. You and could, then it's you not cost you nothing. Right. You could right. do that. But so, we're talking about merch you would buy at Disney World. But those four items are either no extra charge or relatively little. The next one on our list, depending on where you get it and what it is, could be either relatively inexpensive or a a premium purchase. Right. You're paying for the experience more than you're paying for the actual. Or you're paying for the replica version of one of these things Mm -hmm. from a store. And we're talking about if you go to Galaxy's Edge. The lightsaber. The lightsaber. The lightsaber is an iconic piece of merchandise. I think you've been able to buy them forever and now you can do the lightsaber experience in Galaxy's Edge. Or like Papa was saying, you could buy the um, replica version inside the Star Wars fan hub gift shop. That one, like with the all the official stuff. Right. Um, the lightsaber makes lots of little boys and girls very right. happy. So I remember back in 2017 when we went to Disneyland and your brother wanted the lightsaber. They didn't have Galaxy's Edge yet. And we found the shop. You could build your own lightsaber. It was plastic. It retracted. It's kind of cool. I mean, and you can get a lightsaber relatively cheap from a place like that at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Even though we did that one at Disneyland. It's the same thing at Disney World. But like you were saying, you know, you could do... um the Savi's workshop experience for about $200 a person. You went in when your brother did that experience. It was a cool experience. I would not say it was $200 worth of a cool experience, but it was definitely cool. Right. Or you could go to Doc Ondar's and buy a replica lightsaber from one of the characters, right? Many, there's many options available that are just replicas from a character in Star Wars lore. But the lightsaber is, you know, for you can't go to Walt Disney World now, and I'm guessing Disneyland as well, without seeing people carrying, especially at Hollywood Studios, lightsaber. their lightsaber in their in their uh, little bag thingy. That they, the lightsaber they give you, right? is just like an iconic symbol. Yeah, right? and, and and at night, and people cool. turn them on and they play with them. And Papa's been watching me like pick my nails this whole time. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Actually. Sorry, right? but um, yeah, the lightsaber makes our list. As the number five must-have merch for Disney Summer. Yeah. All right. The next one. Number six. The next one. Oh, number five is lightsaber. Oh, yeah, this is not, the one that I thought fish. said fish sliver. Yeah, yeah. Not fish sliver, lightsaber. <laughs> okay, the next one and is. This is one of the, this is one where we have two items because it was sort of a tie. Yeah, and they're kind of like inverse or the they're about equal. They're in the same genre. These should be inexpensive and they're not. Instead, they're $40 or even $70 for the latter one. T-shirts and spirit jerseys. The spirit jersey has like a cult following. I don't really understand it. If it's your thing, I totally am supportive of you. But a $70 long sleeve t-shirt is beyond me personally. Yeah, I just um, don't like the way they look I don't, when I, don't, I wear them. Yeah, I don't so. really like their style. It's yeah. not my, It's not 
my thing. But if it's your thing, that's fantastic. There are it's an infinite, infinite, endless supply of spirit jerseys. It's also really hot in Florida and wearing a long sleeve shirt. It doesn't sound very fun, I will yeah. say. Same with the t-shirts. I don't love the t-shirt designs, but I will always buy a t-shirt when I go because I love Walt Disney World and I can always just like cut the shirt up and make it look cute. Um, but yeah, these, you know, any any sort of museum, theme park experience, any sort of thing that sells merch is going to have a t-shirt attached to it. Um, this isn't Disney World specific or Walt Disney specific, but they're great. They're great pieces of merch. I love the t-shirts and I have to tell you every time I go to Disney world, I don't really, I don't buy one. I mean, I'm, I can't remember the last time I bought one at Disney world and some people buy them on Amazon or they can go to our shop, DisneySymbol.com, click on our store and you can buy t-shirts from us right. that we made. But if you're going to buy one at Disney world, I, I like them. Yeah, I, I could probably buy easily 10 that I really like every time we go. I could I could easily find 10 on mm -hmm. our trip that I think, oh, that's really cool. I would wear that. Right. Because I am a graphics t-shirt wearer. I, I like graphic too, tees. Yeah. And um, yeah, Disney graphic tees are great. But again, they are relatively, they're expensive relative to buying them maybe on Amazon or right. get them on sale on Public on our I'm, store. You I know, need them blah, to blah, make blah. a people mover t-shirt. I like the t-shirts that connect to the rides. That's really where my where I shine, I think. Um, versus the classic Walt Disney World t-shirt. Like there was a really cute Pirates one that I wanted to buy and didn't, but I need a people mover. We sold a, we, we sold a shirt off our store last night. That's I got, awesome. I got an email. Yeah. Wizards Dual Champion 1966 t-shirt. We do That's have awesome. a t-shirt out there. So if you are a Sword in the Stone fan looking for it, can't find that Sword in the Stone themed t-shirt yeah. merch, go to the Disney Assembled store, link on our website. I love the Sword in the Stone. The one, it's, a, it's like a... Purple shirt with the with the spots. You remember when Madame Mim mm -hmm. has the spots on her? It says du Wizards Dual Champion. 1966. Because yeah. that's when the movie came out in 1966. Yeah. That's why I did that. Mm -hmm. That's right, great. There you go. The next one also has a cult following that and truly this, is beyond and me. And this can become, if you're talking about merch that turns people insane. Crazy. This might be near the top of the list of the most insane producing guest behavior urge ever yeah this one truly is beyond me i i will say i think i don't understand this one in the slightest why you need to own more than they one of look them nice where do you put them in your house they have a weird strap the popcorn bucket i do not understand the popcorn bucket i i understand that it has a massive cult following and that people love the popcorn buckets and love to collect them and love to just stay updated on them but after the way y'all treated figment that was just gross. That was just, that was just. Was it like a four or five hour wait? That was just picnic, consumerism a picnic, a at popcorn its bucket? absolute finest. Like that is capitalism getting you and swinging you around by your ankles. Like they got you with that one. The popcorn bucket is truly, truly, truly insane to me. It's just a bucket. And what are you going to do with it afterwards? Put it on your wall? And you no, have to carry it around gonna, all day. And you have to carry it around all day. It's going to sit in your closet. And not go anywhere. If you want to buy one of the like classic like Walt Disney World like bucket shaped ones and bring it back to the park to reuse, fine, cool, whatever. If you're an annual pass holder and you want to bring your annual pass holder bucket investment purchase, I'm I have nothing to say. Yeah, to we're you. not popcorn bucket shaming anyone. But I mean, to, if you love it, you no, do you. But I am shaming a little bit the people who go and buy all of them. I don't think they allow them to do that anymore. I think they limit you to only two. 
Because, yeah, I remember we saw the picture that people were running away with like eight or nine of them. No, I mean like going to like Hollywood Studios and buying all the different shapes that they have at Hollywood Studios and then going to Magic Kingdom and getting all the ones at Magic Kingdom. Like, Listen, you do you, man. You that's crazy. You. That's so much money spent on popcorn buckets. Well, hey. They're cute, though. I will say they are cute. But they like, are cute. After the way you'll treat a figment, like I'm out. I'm out on that one. When you put all the H2O plus products, instead of putting them in your bank, put them in your popcorn bucket on the way home. You get to the airport, you know, just have all your lotions and stuff you took from your resort I can't with the way y'all treated figment. I'm, I, no. You know, we didn't put that on this list either. The figment popcorn bucket? No, you gotta figment stuff. No, the, the, um, uh, the, the lotions from the resort, the H2O plus. Is that merch or is that just robbery? It's not, it's neither. It's, I chose to, Pace my use of the hand lotion. Anyway, my skin is delicate. I'm getting What's old. the next Got one? that crepe skin creeping in. What's the next one? We All got right, three the, left. Three left. We're up to number eight. And this is one that does cost extra. And, but we think it's worth it. And this is the memory maker photos. So you can get on, you can get the on ride photos, but to, you have to purchase them single, you know, individually if you don't have like a photo. Memory maker. If you have memory maker, you get all those photos. Right. And you get your photo pass photographers and you get all that. All that's included in your memory maker. Mm -hmm. And the photos are so important, guys, girls, Disney fans, whatever you identify as. The photos are. I, I, I still look at our photos all the time. Yeah. The photos, I think, are you don't really you don't really appreciate how much they're worth until you don't have them anymore. Like. I didn't, I typically go back and forth on ride photos. Oh, my mic fell. I, I go back and forth on ride photos. Um, but I still look at that picture of my brother and I when we first got on Tron. And then the picture of the, when it was just the two of us riding in the front. Like I, I, I've come to love ride photos and I think memory maker is in photo paths. Photo pass is definitely worth it. Yeah, I think it's worth the money. And it reminds me again of another idea. So if. If Bob is listening, we know you are. We know you're listening, Bob Iger. So Disney Assemble. Because you were wondering if we noticed the uh, shop Disney switch to DisneyStore.com. We did. We did. We know you're listening. This is an idea that I have brought up before about how to make Disney Plus better. And I'm telling you right now, connect your Disney Plus account for your family to your, your Disney Experience app account. Put all your Disney stuff into the account and I can log into Disney Plus and it ought to have our family's memory maker photos. We can make our own. Reel. We could make our own highlight reel. We could have our own little um, what do they call it? Um, slideshow you of our photos photo on I'm- our big screen TV. And we can put Disney music in the background and create little videos through Disney Plus and use our photos as a way to remind us of our trip plans that are coming. I'm telling you, if you could integrate your memory maker photos into your Disney plus app or on your TV, I I mean, I think this is a fantastic idea. I mean, look, how come I can click a link on an email to take me to my memory maker photos? It's all connected to the same account. You should be able to link your Disney plus account to your, my Disney experience app. You know what account. my, the first photo I would Let's put. Let's do this, Bob. You know the first photo I would put in our slideshow? What? Which one? All four of us on Guardians. Oh yeah, because of me being cringy? You'd look terrified. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> like yeah, that's a whole on. new episode. It's a whole new episode. <laughs> oh no! Did we talk about that? We did talk about we that. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, memory maker photos is number eight on our must-have merch list. All right, we have two left. The next one, number nine, is a tie. They're not really related like t-shirts and spirit jerseys. They're two totally different objects. But these are two that I think, depending on who you are, like Mimi, one of these I think is something that Mimi really likes, even though we don't buy a lot of them, but she likes the ones that she has. And the other is me, something I've started doing my last trip. And I think, I think, I I think it's become a thing for me. I'm kind of liking it. And that is socks and lounge flies. Yeah. So let me talk about lounge flies. The way I feel about the lounge, my mic fell again. Gravity. (laughs) The way I feel about the lounge fly is very similar to the way I feel about the popcorn bucket. Um, You can use it in the park, but it doesn't really have a whole lot of use outside of the park, except it kind of does. I use my lounge fly because it's a little backpack. And if I need to take like for traveling or for if I need to bring clothes to school for an event or whatever, um, I'll use my lounge fly then. But outside of that, I really don't use it outside of the park. And so I've never felt the need to buy more than one. But I do keep track of them. I think they're fun to watch, fun to see the new ones they come out with. Like, I am in love with the Ahsoka bag. I think it's absolutely adorable. I just don't need two of them. So I didn't purchase a second one. But I will say, if you own a lot of them and you match your outfits to them when you go to the park and you're a local, that's fine. Do I think you're a little crazy? Yeah. But you're, it's fun. I think the lounge flies are really fun, but I don't feel a need to buy more than one of them fair i'm not a lounge fly person i know that some guys carry a lounge fly which is perfectly fine right because they do make some that are they're kind of cool right i, I think mean, they're depending just, on what you like you know, i think but, it's very similar to the popcorn bucket well i have socks and i've started getting into the sock thing because i kind of i wear i mean i have to go to work every day right and i like wearing some funky socks once in a while and this last trip bought some socks i got a couple pair of socks from at the end of pirates Caribbean. Uh-huh. Those socks were supposedly large. I wonder if they were child's large because they're not really big on they my don't feet. Fit. They may have to go to you. They they come up above my ankles, but they don't make it to my calves. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's not because I have fat ankles or fat calves. It's just the socks are small. Um, but I did get one pair of socks in the actually it was the gift shop that you come that you get out of Tron in because when you all heard Tron, right? Right. And these were. Um, carousel progress socks because they say you know there's a great great, big big, beautiful tomorrow tomorrow. on there i love those socks and the other is i got uh from the resort we say with the polynesian i got some polynesian resort socks so (laughs) i'm kind of getting into the sock thing i think it's kind of funky some cool funky socks disney funky socks um so i'll put them on the list because i like socks i'm gonna be me i like the funky socks heck yeah so there you go the last one. We have one more. Do you want to recap the other staple. nine before we do number 10? Or do yeah. you want to just go through it? Or what so do you want to do? We've got number one, pins. Number two, maps. Number three, mugs. Number four, autograph books. Number five, lightsaber. Six, t shirts and spirit jerseys. Seven, popcorn buckets. Eight, memory maker photos. And then nine, socks and lounge fly. And then number 10 is an iconic staple. You cannot, absolutely cannot go to a Disney park without seeing people wearing these. Mickey many years. There's an infinite supply of designs of them. I love to collect them personally. You can rewear them. You cannot rewear them. Um, it's it is this is where consumerism and capitalism gets me and swings me around by the ankles. I love the Mickey and Minnie ears. I love tracking them. I love when the new ones come out. And my Remy ones are adorable. The Scarlet Witch ones I tracked down for a year. 
I just, I, yeah, I, I love the Mickey and Minnie ears and matching my outfits to them. Yep. It's my favorite part of the whole trip. I, I, I would agree with you. And I'm looking at my Mickey ear, my classic Mickey Mouse Club style Mickey ears on the wall over here that I bought last time. If you follow us on the socials during our trip, I finally got my classic Mickey ears and uh, was wearing them. In Heck the park. yeah. Much to the chagrin of the rest of the family who were like, you're really going to wear that in the park? I was like, yes, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it all day <laughs> and I'm going to wear them proud. One thing I will tell you about the Mickey ears, you know, you can get your, um, you can get them embroidered with your name or whatever on there. Right. And mm-hmm. one thing I learned is um, you're not allowed to do any kind of advertising on the ears because originally I had asked the cast member um, if they could put uh because you can do different lines, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, right. And I, what I wanted was uh, Disney assembled um, Troy and uh, they were unable to put Disney assembled on there, not just because it said Disney, but they asked me, what is Disney assembled? I said, well, it's just a podcast that I do with my daughter. You know, it's, it's, you know, whatever. And to her, to her credit, the cast member actually checked with uh, a manager. She picked up a phone, she called because she wasn't sure if a podcast fell into the category of advertising a business because you right. can't advertise a business. And unfortunately she said she was really sorry. She was very apologetic. She was very kind. And she said, I'm sorry, we were not able to put Disney and we're not able to, to advertise your podcast on the, in the embroidery on the ears, which is no big deal. I thanked her for checking. I wasn't, my feelings were not hurt in the light in the slightest. Uh, so I just put my name on there, Troy, and, yeah. um, but I love them and they're Heck there yeah. and they're hanging from one of our ring lights. Heck yeah. Right now. So right. those are our top 10 Walt Disney World merch items. Yeah, you must have merch. If you guys have any thoughts on merch, feel free to send us an email, disneyassembled.gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But before you do any of that, let's talk about the Disney trivia question of the week. So yeah, we had last a trivia week, question last week and no one answered this one correctly. So we're going to what are we going to give the question and the answer? I'm Let's just give the answer. It. You can give the answer. So last week the question was: Marina is a mermaid in Jake and the Neverland Pirates. What is the name of Marina's younger sister? And it was a multiple choice question: A. Oceana, B. Stormy, C. Coral, and D. Isla. And the answer was B. Stormy. I wouldn't have known that one either. So no one got the little claps this week. That nobody got the little claps. Um, but rolling into this week's. It is the last one on this card, so we soon got to get a new and card. And I, I peeked at the question. You listen, should be able to get this one. Listen, if you're listening to this show, you should be able to get the answer to this question. Right. And we're, we gave you a tough one last week. This week, we're throwing a softball up there for you. Heck yeah. Okay, so here we go for this week's Disney trivia question of the week. Lady Tremaine is the stepmother of which character? That's an easy one, guys. Right. Let's see it. Let's see the the... Answers rolling in on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled, or a message on Inst- on <coughs> no, or an email DisneyAssembled.com, or you can respond to it if you're listening on Spotify down in the description below. Right, because the question will be in the interact section on Spotify, and uh, yeah, answer the question. We want to give you the little claps, the little right? Claps. The little the. We didn't give any little claps out this week to anyone in particular. We'll give a little claps to everyone for listening, for being patient. Little claps. You all deserve a little claps. We did not have a show last week. It's my fault. It's not Mimi's fault. I bet you people would think, whose fault would it be if they missed a week? And I wonder if they thought it would actually be me 
or you. Probably me. And it was me. It wasn't you. You've been I've been busy, enough. but I've been here. I, yeah, that's true. That's true. And you just got sick. We also would love it if you would help us spread the word about Disney. It would help us find some additional listeners because it helps create that joy that we said we're trying to create. Leaving us a message is one way to do it, but leaving us a rating and review is a very special way of doing it. So if you're able to leave a rating and or a review on your podcast listener of choice, we would really appreciate the five-star variety. The review is really, really important, even if it's a sentence, because the more reviews, and this is how the algorithm works, the more reviews your podcast has, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent is almost irrelevant. We'd like a good one, obviously. But the more reviews you have, when someone does a search, the number of reviews has an influence on how strong of a following the podcast has, which when someone does a search, they want to suggest the podcasts, especially on Apple Podcasts, right? How Apple Podcasts does it. They want to suggest the ones that have a strong following, right? Because they want you to, to pick one, right? They want you to listen and use their product. So even if it's a sentence to say, hey, keep up the good work or... Your jokes stink or something, right? Something right. would be better than nothing, right? So if you haven't had a chance to do that, we'd absolutely appreciate it. We also have a YouTube channel. We haven't uploaded the video there in a little while, but we've been relatively active on the YouTubes. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Hit the subscribe yeah. button. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And it really helps us out. It shows us how much you appreciate the show. And that means the world to us. All right. High five. We got it. Boom. I have a week to go late, but we got it. Before we go record Ladies the second Ladies and episode. gentlemen and Disney fans everywhere thank, everywhere, thank you so much for listening. We hope that this episode brought a smile to your face, some extra joy to your day, and that all-important sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, see, see you real soon. soon. gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.